0: show that wastes your precious th- sh- the show that wastes our precious time on purpose because we're reading all these goddamn comments on purpose it's trappos <laughs> it. i'm dustin i'm sorry i'm kai look uh I'm not going to lie to you, there I a, I don't even know what you call it, a plethora of comments on the Trappos Mailbag number 9 post that we're just going to have to fucking dive Um, into.
1: Number 19.
0: On the Trappos Mailbag number 19 post, which, uh, it's just a lot. We're about to embark on a journey.
1: I like to imagine (laughs) these first three
0: comments are from the same person who's like somehow insane and talking about this shit. (laughs) Because it's all anonymous. I was like, oh yeah, fuck this, fuck that, fuck you. Our first
1: comment on this post, returning person who didn't type any name, Anonymous, Lady Volcano sucks. Don't bother wasting your time with that stuff. That comment did read like a dumb press release and you shouldn't fall for it. <laughs> Fair enough opinion, Anonymous. Thank you. We will never talk about it again either way. This is the most we will ever talk about it. Moving on. Our
0: next comment is from some anonymous person who says, that new dude movie just came and went for most people. There was plenty of chatter during that release window, but you had to be in certain small nerdy circles to be a part of it. It's bizarre considering the critical acclaim of numerous Academy Award nominations, but the movie seemingly hasn't had any greater cultural impact. Kind of like how people like to throw the Avatar movies out there with that same tired argument. I don't know anybody who talks about it, so nobody talks about it. Although both Avatar movies are monster hits, and Dune barely broke even, so at least when people make that argument with Dune, there's more truth there. I was looking forward to the movie, then I saw it, and was mostly unimpressed. There was a distinct lack of energy to most of the movie, and it all looked so drab. I know most of the movie takes place on a desert planet, but visually speaking, it still felt unusually dull to my eye. I'm still going to see Part 2 this year, but I'm not exactly excited. there's, There's
1: not really anything to say about that. Yeah, thanks a anonymous reply to anonymous's comment like you said I, th- I think it'd be funny if this was just him talking to himself anonymous replied to that comment nobody talks about dune because dune fucking sucks i like the nobody. book
0: I, you know i like dune I like the book I like the david lynch movie I like the miniseries didn't movie i really can't comment until the second movie is done and comes out because it's really only half of the story Right. I feel like I could judge it as a whole when it's complete. Until then, we're moving on to, from the looks of this, appears to be the nightmare monster of all threads. And uh, this is where it starts. Innocuously enough, with a simple comment from returning champion John Doe, The Traps need to check out Avita Manji's album Spandrel right now. It has a question mark, so. I know what you fuckers like, and this is it. Electro art pop grooves broadcast from the depths of inner space check it the fuck out and check right into a fucking cemetery if you don't like it because you're dead to be it's like color grade but good
1: someone else said it it's like color grade said...
0: but good i think that's why he said it that's like a running no. joke with you you've said it several times now it's like color grade but good it makes me happy never heard
1: of i liked
0: like your art pop grooves
1: broadcast from the depths of inner space yeah sure i it sounds like something we'd, we'd dig yeah in reply to uh John Doe's podcast or er, podcast he's got his own <laughs> podcast it's now. not his
0: podcast yet Kai
1: <laughs> Grumpo isn't reality yet not yet in reply to John Doe's comment returning BFF with the podcast Max Power writes spandrel why does it say yeah, hold on <laughs> you'll see okay that's where shit gets <laughs> weird spandrel is the fucking goods. Avita Manji has come a long way since Neptune, and this record is living proof. I've been listening to the music on and off all this week, and I can't get enough of it. Color Grade But Good is an apt description, although I actually do like Color Grade, so I would admit that statement to Color Grade But Great. Etch that to a fucking tablet. Spandrel represents Avita's emotional and spiritual journey after the tragic death of their lover Sophie in twenty twenty one. And this music takes you on an absolute journey. Tragedy and transcendence intertwined with lovers in the ethereal void. Everybody needs to listen to Spandrel right now. You should all probably listen to Clearing, the debut album from Hyde. HYD, a.k.a. Hayden Dunham. It's part of the Hyperpop PC Music Collective, and the music manages to find harmony and discord. My retired therapist friend called Clearing sublimely uncomfortable, and that's the best two-word review I've ever heard. That's something to think about, dear Traps. That could be pretty cool. Not as cool as checking right into a fucking cemetery. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Not as cool as checking right into a fucking cemetery, which sounds awesome, but pretty close. <laughs> Damn, max power. Maybe listening to Spandrel and clearing while fucking in a cemetery. I don't know if anybody would have the stamina for that, so maybe just pick a few of your favorite tracks from each and fuck to those in a cemetery. I would recommend Body Slash Prison and Black Hole from Spandrel. And so clear and oil plus honey from clearing. That's primo cemetery fucking music. Not that I would know anything about that. But here's a free tip. Absolutely try fucking in a cemetery to Black Coven. Wait, Black Coven from Medieval Demon? Medieval Demon. There's no question mark there. So, that was you. <laughs> that was just I lo- me.
0: I love that you you pronounce Coven like uh, Mark Borchardt from American movies. <laughs>
1: it's pronounced Coven, man. What else could it be pronounced? Uh, coven, uh, that's the proper... Pronunciation. No no. No no. Co- no, no 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 no. no, no 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 no. Coven sounds like oven, man, and that's just it doesn't work. Unless you want to put an umlaut or something over the O. A what? You mean those, <laughs> oh, hold on a second, those two dots? Yes. Coven. But here's a free tip. Absolutely try fucking in a cemetery to Black Coven from Medieval Demon. If you don't die of a heart attack before you climax, I'm pretty sure your soul is swallowed up by the abyss, and you'll emerge back onto this mortal plane forever marked by the infernal journey, having attained some sort of arcane understanding of the inner workings of the cosmos in all its unending presence. You might even forever walk among the unsuspecting masses as a seeding vector for an undying evil that seeks to propagate unfettered, like a celestial cancer in this fertile realm. It's a pretty sweet gig. Okay, uh, <laughs> I
0: don't know what you done, Max Power. But we're going to keep this gravy train rolling with a reply from Dear, Dear John Doe. I haven't heard Hyde yet, but I am familiar with Medieval Demon. That shit is heavy. And becoming the meat puppet for some ageless cosmic evil it doesn't sound so bad. I've got nothing else going on right now, so it might be a nice change of pace from the daily grind, you know. Since we're on a black metal kick, are you familiar with Holder? The eternal fanfare is so well composed and beautifully grotesque sometimes you just need an injection of screaming hopelessness in your life and this noise fits that description perfectly if you're in an apocalyptic mood listen to Holder if you want to get into an apocalyptic mood. Listen to Holder. I'm not generally that kind of person, but sometimes you just need to indulge your inner nihilist for a while. There you go. It's Pepper. happening. I do have to do mention real quick, I do know Holder. I have heard the eternal fanfare from Holder. I don't listen to a lot of black metal, so that's a surprise for me. I know Holder. I think you mentioned them to me at some point. Oh, she's a one-woman show, and she's fucking hardcore as shit. Uh, so yes, I I like Holder.
1: Continuing on, the next uh, comment in this content continuing conversation is from returning champion and friend of the podcast to cj you don't take the opportunity to fuck to black metal in a graveyard you make the opportunity to fuck to black metal in a graveyard defacing god is a great soundtrack for this activity if you're in the mood for some real old school blasphemy they want a trappy for a reason man i'm not saying i'm personally engaged in this activity but i'm saying i'm personally engaged in this activity it's a secret handshake for a special breed of freak I know a lot of people like to chase the taboo of graveyard sex in their youth, so it's not that unusual. It's pretty fucking unusual. But jamming to black metal, while jamming to black metal, takes it up a notch. And if you want to get drunk or high in the process, even better. I mean, if you're engaging in hardcore sacrilege already, you might as well take it a step further. Although I absolutely do not advocate for any vandalism in the process. It's defacing God, not defacing graves, people.
0: He he took a stand there. I appreciate that.
1: Besides, it's... If there's any ghosts haunting these places, I'd like to think we're just putting on a good show for them, rather than doing anything that might incur their wrath. When you do it right, it's a win-win scenario. So think of it as an altruism for the dead. They don't get a lot of action in their graves. Just a bunch of sad people milling around during the day. Maybe some underpaid groundskeepers mowing the grass a few times a month if they're lucky. I think they'd probably appreciate it when the occasional group of horny, drunk weirdos shows up after midnight to blast some heavy tunes to rattle their old bones while they get down to business over the graves i don't even remember if i was trying to make some sort of point when i started typing but this is where i ended up fuck to black metal and graveyards you'll have a good time the dead will have stories to tell each other for the decades to come and maybe you'll even get to meet the devil fuck to black metal and graveyards that should be on a t-shirt or campaign slogan welcome to joe biden's america (laughs) <laughs> oh cj biden
0: harris 2024 fuck to black metal in graveyards <laughs> you know i could see that though the idea of the uh i could see that these ghosts are just haunting the place they got nothing going on it's just an empty graveyard every now and then yeah. some people come along and they bone down you know it's like, hey you know at least they're putting on a show for the dead those ghosts are gonna have a good time watching them because you know they can't fuck they yeah. can live
1: vicariously through them so yeah when i've walked through graveyards Sometimes when I was listening to music, I felt like, I'm going to walk around and let these people listen to some music because they haven't heard what's new. And they want to hear some weird shit. I'm going to listen to <laughs> I'm going to play some fucking Midnight Star and see what these fucking corpses think. <laughs> I think you guys might like Dungeon Weed. Thanks we got to sure. keep this party yeah, rolling. Thanks for our, the comment, CJ.
0: And our next comment is from a friend of the podcast, Max Power, who writes, Fuck to black metal in graveyards. It's just words to live by, really. It's just good, clean fun. CJ's got the best viewpoint here. Give yourself over to the sublime darkness and do it for the ghosts, everybody. I'd say take it a step further and stage a mock ceremony in the graveyard where the sex is just the climax. Wear some robes if you have any. Light some candles and incorporate some chanting into the mix. <laughs> Yeah, put on a show. Why not? When I was a younger degenerate, a close friend and I bought some cheap plastic vampire capes and stage blood. Oh, here we go, and some stage blood on clearance after Halloween. Then we snuck into a rural cemetery after dark, dropped acid, lit a few big scented candles, sandalwood and bergamot naturally, and cavorted among the tombstones wearing only our capes for a while. Then we smeared each other with the stage blood, and lost track of time for a while. From what I remember, it was a whole lot of fun. We woke up in the back of a car sometime the next morning. Covered in stage blood and dirt, our shredded capes draped over our entwined bodies like a ruined blanket. We got out just in time because we were followed by some podunk local police for a little while, but they never pulled us over, which was lucky because if they'd seen us in our current state, they would have just assumed we had done something unspeakable and arrested us on the spot. And maybe we did. If a <laughs> movie, <laughs> If a vivid expression of lust and acceptance in a rural graveyard is an unspeakable act, then I guess I should just probably delete everything I've just typed. But I refuse to be judged these fucking squares. The ghost in that graveyard had a good time. We had a good time. Those plastic capes with you some serious shit. Holder's great for fucking, not just in a cemetery, but anywhere. In a public restroom, in the back of a limousine, a broken hot tub, on the altar in a small church after midnight, on a broken jungle gym in an abandoned playground. You can even listen to Holder without fucking, which is cool too. Maybe you're just taking a walk and want to rock out without making it horny, I don't judge. The eternal fanfare is awesome but benighted in blood curls my toes like a shock collar (laughs) feminazgoal that's a fucking awesome. His black metal in a similar vein for the sinister-minded, and No Dawn for men is a masterpiece of empowering horror that drives me wild. I mean, if we're just going to start recommending immaculate graveyard sex-worthy black metal to each other, then let's get serious, kids. This is a campaign I could get behind. That's that was it. That was the post. <laughs> I guess it gets better because this is we got like a novel ahead of us.
1: The next reply is from returning friend John Doe. I suppose I really should just get on with it and fuck in a graveyard to black metal sometime. I admit I'm between girlfriends at this time, but does count? Because if so, I could probably go take care of it tonight if I'm feeling up to it. <laughs> my last girlfriend wouldn't have been into it anyways. I guess I could just go out tonight and listen to some nightmare music on my AirPods and rip one off. But I don't have any cemeteries conveniently located, and the closest ones all close after dark, and I think they might even have security. And I am a little nervous about go- <laughs> going in alone. What if something happened to me? The caretaker would find my corpse the next morning, dick in my hand, and an expression of abject terror etched on my (laughs) face. I don't know if that's how I want to be remembered. You know, that's the kind of story people would tell for years. People are never going to let that David Carradine story go. I'd be the local David Carradine. Just a weird cautionary tale to all the perverts in training out there. Don't go up j- in the cemetery. John Doe will get you. I-, I just have to hope my next potential partner is more amenable to the fucking to black metal in a graveyard concept. Good luck. I'm not sure if that's appropriate for first date discussion, though. Bring it
0: up on the first date and see what- what happens
1: you know if things aren't going well and you uh you just want to see what happens hey how
0: do you feel about fucking in a
1: graveyard and if she's down you check the box john doe you check the box but if we're going deep then let me submit fear not the dark nor the sun's return from vulgarite My tastes for graveyard sex-worthy tend to lean toward more feminist expressions of black metal and doom. There's just something about a woman growling, damned is the man who wears the collar, kill the man who comes between us and the divine. That puts me in the mood. And you call Feminazgul empowering horror, which is exactly what vulgarite is. It's the artist's mission statement. This stuff gets me in the apocalyptic mood for sure. Like I want to look up and see the sun turn black and the flaming corpse of angels fall from the sky like shooting stars life-affirming shit and that is not a joke this music makes me feel alive in a way that i imagine witnessing the end of all things would there's my recommendation and this might be my favorite thread on this blog already all right all right. yes it just it, it keeps getting better our next comment on this
0: uh, mega thread is from returning champion and good friend the singing bone i haven't fucked a black metal in any graveyards i actually haven't fucked any graveyards period which i'm now realizing is an oversight that needs to be corrected <laughs> i'm really enjoying these recommendations gang I've been playing catch up this afternoon, slipping into some of these artists, and I think vulgarite might be the standout so far, but the feminist black metal concept is something I've never honestly considered before now. It's always been seen as such an edgelord boys club to me, but this stuff is really opening my eyes. I've never listened to a lot of black metal, and in fact, one of the reasons why is because an album I adore is basically a one woman project, and my peers think it just sucks. She made an album under the title Anguished, then the album is called Cold. She not only shreds the guitar, but her vocals are out of this world. She wails like a wounded banshee, she assaults you with blood curling howls, and she even shocks with bursts of melodious, clean vocals. These insane vocals, along with a pretty raw production, seem to turn everybody off, but it's a huge turn-on for me. I'm in love with Cole. And I have fucked too cold, not as often as I would like, since, as I said, a whole lot of people just can't get on this music's wavelength. But I think Possessed Demoness is a true talent who is unfairly maligned for just being herself and pouring every ounce of her blackened soul into her uninhibited performances. If and when I make the opportunity to fuck to black
1: metal in a graveyard, the soundtrack will absolutely be cold, fuck to black metal in graveyards. <laughs> The list grows of things that apparently we need to check out because I haven't listened to that either. Cold by Anguished, a.k.a. Possessed Demoness. Our friend CJ is back. I've fucked around with anguish before. She's a wild one, and her vocal delivery is always a bit too much, and I mean that as a compliment. Her range is impressive, but she deliberately fucks with her own voice, torturing herself in front of a microphone. I swear she sounds like she's being assaulted by demons sometimes, and then she flips and sounds like she's possessed by demons. Her style is untamed and chaotic, and that's not gonna vibe with everybody, but fuck everyone. Too many purists in the black metal arena think they know better, and they need to work to preserve the so-called sanctity of old-school European black metal. When Hunter Hunt Hendricks published her paper on transcendental black metal, here we go, it made so many of these metal nerds piss their leathery pants that they still get heated when somebody dares to praise liturgy in their presence. It makes me laugh that she could so easily get under their hides by proposing that black metal can be more than one thing. I don't love all of her output, but origin of the alimony is beyond reproach in my eyes, and that is has earned Hunter Hunt Hendricks' Seat at the table. We haven't
0: put it out yet. We got to keep it in the. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: We've listened to that. We'll talk about it later. Don't let the toxic boys' club mentality scare you away from surprisingly varied black metal universe. There's a lot of good stuff there. A lot of it from angry female voices that often put their grumbling male peers to shame. There's an upsetting number of fascists in the genre, and you always have to be careful. But there are entire subreddits dedicated to amplifying progressive voices in black metal. And they're worth seeking out if you want to go deeper down the rabbit hole. I recently discovered the music of Mütterlein, a one-woman project from France that definitely caught my attention. Not pure black metal, more black gaze than anything with a healthy dose of industrial drone for good men. But if you're looking for some good quality doom from a progressive voice and without the traditional black metal baggage, line is fucking awesome. And I love it when the music doesn't act like it has anything better to do and just sprawls for long periods of time. You can zone out and just let your mind wander some fucked up place, which is often therapeutic. And if you're serious about fucking in a graveyard, that's the music that makes the best soundtrack. So fuck to black metal in graveyards. Right, it's like a rallying cry now. <laughs> I'm such the say. What have you done, Max Power? Guess no, what? I
0: think CJ started or it. Or CJ? Yeah, yeah, CJ started it. So it's it's his rallying cry. He did this. Okay, we're gonna keep this rolling with our next comment from a uh, good friend, Max Power, who's back. If anybody out there wants some help trying to find a safe path through the troubled waters of black metal, my first go-to subreddit is RABM, Red and Anarchist Black Metal, and they've been an invaluable resource to me, leading me to some of my favorite voices in black metal and black metal. Ed- adjacent music. There are good people out there who are trying to find those diamonds in the rough. You just have to search a little to find some of those sparkling jewels in the unending darkness. Transcendental Black Metal, a vision of apocalyptic humanism, is a central reading as far as I'm concerned. Hunter Hendricks' treatise can be a bit of a slog if you're not in the right mindset. She has a keen, academic-leaning brain, and she's never been one to dumb down her personal philosophies and theology for a mass audience. The treatise is actually the basis for a greater undertaking on her behalf, one which will certainly prove to be her life's work, Transcendental Kabbalah, but that's a story for another time, my friends. Suffice to say, liturgy might literally be doing the Lord's work, and I greatly admire Hunter Hunt Hendricks' earnest desire to shine some light on the malign darkness of traditional black metal. And we'll get into that. Seeing Bones talk in English, and that's extremely my shit. Possessed Demoness is fucking nuts, and I love her. I just wish she made more music as her catalog is woefully spare. Her only real full-length release is Cold, and I think it's a masterpiece, but I'm out of my fucking mind on psychedelics most of the time, someone what do I know? <laughs> More people should fuck too cold in graveyards or anywhere else. Possessed demoness spoke frankly about meeting a lot of resistance when she began her musical journey due primarily to her gender, and I don't know if that eventually led to her choosing to step away from music, but if so, that's a tragedy. She's very anti-theistic, sometimes vehemently so, which certainly isn't unusual in black metal, but she also embraces what she sees as an unabashed sexuality inherent in the genre, deeply set in the act of giving yourself over to a force of dark many people call evil. This is plainly evident in both the lyrical content and in her vocal delivery, which I've heard described as unspeakably horny for the unspeakable. And it's incredibly sexually charged. And we, my friends and myself, have even incorporated the music and lyrics into some of our ceremonies, which has proven to be a good decision. If anybody, CJ, is looking for something sprawling and meditative and black metal adjacent, might I recommend Nash Nashmay? that is? Okay. Dun Zaka in particular is a work of art that I have incorporated into my life in a meaningful way. It's a series of minimalistic Persian-inspired meditations on black metal that flow like blood-infused water creating sensual tapestries upon which one may lose their sense of self through any number of creative and fun methods. This music can be the perfect foundation for tantric encounters, solo or guided meditations, unholy ceremonies, or even fucking in graveyards. Because it should all come back to fucking in graveyards. There is something sublime and radiant about this music like glittering stars in the void, that draws ever deeper into the warm maternal embrace of infinity it's like a nightmare you never want to wake up from normalized fucking in graveyards i don't know what the fuck you're talking about Nashme. okay uh, it's Man, on the fucking, list
1: there's more shit in the list this shit's getting deep our next comment is friend of the show paisley jaguar We've been sampling Nashme's Zaka on Bandcamp, and there are definitely some potential applications there. So thank you for pointing us in that direction, Max. The correlation between sexuality and black metal is a powerful thing that too many people overlook, and that's their loss. There's a deeply erotic quality there that is inherently tied to the taboo, embracing the sinister and the profane, the powerful fantasy of submitting to a lower power, and even the romanticization of death and oblivion. These are not topics that are allowed to be discussed in polite company, and that's perfectly understandable. After all, there's a thin line between the pure fantasy of oblivion and the very real problem of suicidal ideation, and a lot of people just wouldn't want to come anywhere near that particular landmine. But I think there is something very healthy about gazing into the abyss from time to time. Yeah. Okay. Embracing darkness, embracing oblivion, understanding on a deep metaphysical level that one day you are going to die is necessary. Ignoring the very real fact that we're all going to cease to exist in time is a very bad thing. Pretending that we're all going to live forever until we're struck down by a car or we're diagnosed with terminal cancer is straight up delusional. I know people don't want to dwell on this truth, and if we're too far in the other direction, we could self destruct but we need an outlet to explore our own mortality. Horror movies are an excellent example. Black metal is another excellent example. Normalized fucking in graveyards. That's perfect. Death is inevitable. Happiness isn't. Confronting death in such an immediate manner, celebrating life through one of its purest expressions is a beautiful thing. Black metal, at its best, energizes the listener. It enhances the mood and bolsters the spirit. And it comes in so many flavors, too. I've seen Liturgy live, and when Hunter Hunt Hendrick howls. There's a big-time sexual component for me. She's got the voice of a fallen angel and her personal theology is also fascinating. And her music is black metal, no matter what the angry assholes say. Just another delicious flavor of black metal. That sexual attraction that lies within the core of black metal is undeniable for those who dare to search for it. Of course you don't have to search very far if you listen to Anguished. All the people I know who are into black metal love to fuck. And they're incredibly well adjusted. <laughs> I count myself among their numbers. I'm proud to say I've fucked in a graveyard at two black metal. And on one haunted night in the not-too-distant future, I will fuck too. Come to me, Satan, in a graveyard. And on one haunted night in the not-too-distant future, Max, we're all going to have to come to Satan together. And we're bringing some cheap vampire capes. You supply the stage blood. Normalize fucking in graveyards, ghouls. Shit, man. That's like some uh tap into your inner self
0: shit. She actually turned it around. Confronting death in such an immediate manner, celebrating life through one of its purest expressions is a beautiful thing. So now fucking in a graveyard is a beautiful thing. Exactly. They, a, they, a
1: normal, beautiful thing.
0: <laughs> a, non- a perfectly normal, beautiful thing. And I think I for ghoul came from.
1: Now you yeah. It's
0: a thank you for that,
1: Paisley Jaguar.
0: Our reply is from John Doe, who says, Oh, can we all be ghouls? I wanna be a ghoul. It sounds fucking badass. <laughs>
1: In reply to John Doe, Max Power says, If you want to be a ghoul, you have to fuck to black metal in a graveyard. Or at least fuck to black metal in a graveyard. We're an elite suborder of the order. We have to have some standard for entry. And we're going to come to Satan Jag. We'll figure something out. Maybe for Walpurgershnok, if you and your bow are free (laughs) at the the end of April. If not, there's always Halloween. But we can discuss this OTT. So hit me up. These people are talking Kai Gruppo is
0: happening. These people are fucking fucking talking they're conversing because john doe says can i join an ott or is that a no-no
1: max power replies sure the more the merrier you're still not a ghoul
0: yet they just took a conversation off the thread that's literally what that means these fuckers have decided they're going to have a longer conversation without uh, the prying eyes of Trapo. great and our next reply on this thread that never ends is from the C-Bow. anybody familiar with matriarchy i uh, is anybody familiar with matriarchathon they're swedish feminist black metal and i love their sound but i can't really find anything about them are they turfs or what i'd hate to really get into this group and learn their fucking creeps and i'll be a ghoul someday something's missing here max power how to reply there the fucking this fucking blogger thing and it was there i know it was there
1: yeah because the singing bone wouldn't reply to their self with something about that they were not just talking about yeah, 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 I, I have. You read that, and then I'll read that. Apparently, blogger
0: 8 Max Powers' reply to the singing bone, but I have it archived in my email, so I'm just going to read the archived email. I've listened to Matriarcha Thumb's demo Curse You All Men many times, and I've introduced it to my friends, and we all think it's pretty great. But we're a hardcore femme collective, so the music is right up our alley. They're very clearly relaying a militant feminist message with their lyrical content, even explicitly anti-male, which doesn't necessarily mean they're TERFs. I wouldn't make that leap. We don't really know anything about the personal beliefs or politics of the artists aside from what we can glean in their lyrics, and we can't always assume to take the imagery conjured by those lyrics literally. We don't know their hearts. I don't get a turf vibe from their music though, and neither do the trans friends in my circle who also really enjoy the music of Matriarchathon. Sure, with lyrics like, The birth of man is a venereal disease, A bastard spawn, The devil cunt is sewn shut, Men will cease, Welcome the New dot are pretty fucking hardcore, but that's par for the chorus with black metal. It's not explicitly anti-trans, and I think reading that into the music without more information is short-sighted. We have to take risks from time to time regarding the media we expose ourselves to. Anguished, for example. Possessed even as an anti-theist, which isn't a secret. She despises organized religion, but she has explicitly called out Islam in several older interviews, and her views may be charitably referred to as problematic. I still listen to Cold, even though I sometimes feel a little guilty about it. But I don't know her views as of 2023, since she's gone radio silent for years, and there's been no new music from Anguished for over a decade. We have to make these choices for ourselves. What degree of questionable behavior can we live with regarding the artist who create the art we love. We've all got skeletons in our closet. Some are more grisly than others. So regarding matriarchism, I can't definitively
1: answer your question Whether you want to keep enjoying the music is entirely up to you. Thanks for that Max Power. We appreciate it The singing bone replied I didn't know anguished was problematic That sucks to hear. I get your point, though. I'll stick with Matriarchathumb for now. I hope they release something new soon. I know they're pretty obscure in the black metal scene. I would love to find more explicit feminine black metal in general, so I guess I'm gonna have to go searching for it. Thanks for responding. I appreciate it.
0: Max Power Ghoul helpfully replies, No problem. If you're looking for some female-fronted black metal, I could suggest a few older favorites that you might enjoy. There's 2016's Apocalypse from Necro Delirium. There's Swedish outfit fronted by Sandra Stenson, maybe a bit more melodic, but still heavy, and Sandra loves to growl. There's also 2013's Tenebrae, from Chaotic, a passion project from Brazil's Diana Ferraz Mantelato, aka The Lady of Blood. This is her first full-length release, and for my money, still her greatest. There's great beauty in the unrelenting darkness of the album, and it stretches beyond the confines of pure black metal to incorporate a fair amount of post-production wankery that I think is neat. If you want any more recommendations or just want more general black metal adjacent discussion, feel free to click my name and send me an email. Thank you for the
1: comment, Max Power, and thank you for being helpful. Thanks for giving us more shit. The list is growing. Thought I should listen to some more black metal? Well, fuck. And the singing bone replied, Thanks for the suggestions, and we'll definitely be in touch soon. Grumpo yeah. is real. <laughs> grumpo
0: is literally happening. We can't stop it. We made it happen, and now it's, it's going to make travel obsolete. One of these days, they're going to stop commenting on the blog altogether and just go Grumpo on their own. Forget all that travel ever existed. That's is going to happen yeah but before they do they're gonna make us black metal fans which kind of pisses me off because they're gonna make me listen to a lot of black metal now
1: the whole summer of uh, 2023 is gonna be black metal episodes we could do that they're gonna
0: turn trapo into a black metal show
1: we could have a month where we just talk about a bunch of these random albums i guess this is the black metal mailbag now it has turned into the black metal ghoul mailbag paisley jaguar
0: has returned let's say not short comment And uh, the Paisley Jaguar says, I feel like we've kind of taken over this blog post with our absurd black metal discussion, but you said we could talk about anything. So I guess we're just taking you fine traps up on your offer. Hey, we're fine traps now. I'll take that. That's fine. More so than any other genre of music these days, it seems like trying to find black metal that isn't problematic. is like walking through a minefield to outsiders. But the truth of the matter is that the NSBM troubles are a bit overblown. They're definitely out there, with many fans choosing instead to bury their heads in the sand regarding the issue. You can still find an alarming number of people will readily defend not only Burzum's output, but Varg Vikernes himself, which is absolutely insane. Yes, Burzum is part of the foundation of black metal, and that's an unfortunate fact. Sure, Varg's not that great a person, but stop bending over backwards to defend a monster that doesn't deserve your shield. This is just one example, but it's not the only one, and that's the kind of thing that keeps so many people from embracing black metal as a genre. It's a real shame, and I'm not sure how else to rectify this other than doing what I've always done, which is try to ease friends unfamiliar with the genre into the shallow end of the pool with some softer picks that can show off the versatility of the genre without hitting people over the head with bleakness and brutality the recent empire of the moon from vonnegander is an excellent example all right she's uh she's recruiting we have to look out for each other and i take that seriously especially considering some of the creeps i run into online and in real life who think they can take advantage of a woman because they're at a black metal festival they think i'm some sort of poser or i'm just there with my boyfriend and don't know anything about the genre. Bitch, I got my man into this shit. I know more than he ever will about black fucking metal. It's a true passion of mine and I don't need your kind of help. I also know Muay Thai. I will fucking wreck you if you put your hands on me. I, I, I've never heard anyone say Muay Thai. <laughs> that's what Tony Jaw does that fucking uh, <laughs> it's all el- elbows and knees and shit they call it like the art of yep. eight limbs but I almost forgot I just came back to recommend something to you the singing bone since I don't have your contact info yet fuck it's happening it's happening I want you to listen to Prognatus in Baraga by Atrum in, in it means void of light in Latin the music delivers on that promise it's the band's only full length release to date and it came out in 2014 so it might not be a thing anymore and that's prime crime because this record hits me like a cannonball every time i listen to it it's cruel and bleak and hypnotic and it's female-fronted so it hits your criteria their sound is firmly rooted in the occult and it gives me goosebumps whenever i hear vindicare give it a listen then tell me what you think told you i told you kai
1: i don't have your contact info yet they're doing it yet like your growth mindset was that paisley jaguar yeah that's paisley jaguar no one's fucking with you i am fucking with you I, i'm not gonna fuck
0: with <laughs> anyone who knows muay thai they will tear me to pieces <laughs>
1: This shit, can, this insane conversation continues. This shit is amazing. The Singing Bone writes, I sent you my expanded thoughts on Atrium Inridis in, in the email, so check your spam folder if you haven't already read it. But short answer, fuck yes. They're doing it. (laughs) It's happening. Hey, if they keep coming back and commenting, that's fine with me. (laughs) Uh,
0: Norman Rod, who I believe has commented at some point in the past, has now joined the thread. I haven't yet had the pleasure of fornicating in any cemeteries. I'm not generally a huge black metal person, but I did recently get into an album called The Horned Goddess from a Canadian group called Blood Sacrifice, and I think it's pretty brutal stuff. Maybe I'm a lightweight, but this music is haunting and messed up, and I think I might be in love with it. It's all just so loud and angry. My favorite track has to be Kneel and Obey. So thanks for being so
1: forthcoming, everybody. That was it. Perfect. Thanks, uh, thanks for your comment, Norman Rod. And uh, the final comment in this gloriously fucking insane conversation for, for now, now is from Paisley Jaguar. I've sampled the Horned Goddess on your recommendation, and I'm pretty impressed. Neil and obey is definitely the highlight, but it's not a great vibe overall. No, it's, it, it's, it's got a great vibe, oh, but it's got a great vibe overall, and it kicks some serious ass. Thanks for throwing that one out, Norman.
0: You see what she's doing there, right? She's being nice and she's recruiting. That's what she's doing.
1: Yeah, Norman's in the grumpo. Norman's in the grumpo. <laughs> now. It's happening. Oh, this is fucking amazing. No.
0: no, but she's also encouraging his love of black metal by saying what he, the, the music he recommended is actually pretty good, and so that's going to encourage him to get into more black metal. So she's recruiting two ways. This oh. is insane. We've got a final thread here i don't know what the fuck you call it this insane thing kai this is an adjacent thread it is building off
1: a new comment
0: it begins with a new comment from returning champion anonymous who says what the fuck is going on here why is everybody talking about fucking in graveyards this shit is insane Exactly. The voice of reason, Kai, tries to yeah. chime in.
1: F- finally, 38 comments later, anonymous pops up. To which Max Power replies, This shit is insane, friend. You should get into it. And there we go. Snuff out that little light. <laughs> Our good friend CJ
0: chimes in. Somebody has never spent any time gazing lovingly into the
1: abyss, and it shows. <laughs> Oh, shit. Autopo's back. The Spanish mole chimes in. You ghouls think Thanos would be into black metal? I'm talking about comic book Thanos, not the movie guy. I almost want to peg movie Thanos as a prog rock guy, but he's too into order and balance, So it feels like he'd ultimately be an obsessive classical music fan. Probably Wagner, since he gives off a hardcore fascist vibe.
0: And good friend Max Power replies, Comic Thanos is literally in love with death. He gathers the Infinity Stones and wipes out half of all life in the universe to prove how ride or die he is to his skeletal lady love. That's absolutely a serious black metal guy right there. He loves to monologue about the futility of existence and his abiding adoration of the cold, endless void. Huge black metal guy. Maybe leans a bit emo too, but this motherfucker definitely gets into the pit just to start some shit because he isn't afraid to throw down. I bet he's an OG fan, preferring stalwarts like Venom or Bathory over the new crap that just doesn't hit the same Movie Thanos is a stuff strict classical type, but I bet he loves Gustav Solti's The Planets. He probably hears Mars, the bringer of war, whenever he rides into battle.
1: I do, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> to which, the Spanish mole replies, Good call with The Planets. What's your favorite recording of Hulse's epic? Mine is a tie between Vladimir Jurowski with the London Philharmonic and Andrew Davis with the BBC Symphony Orchestra. That would be a good topic for Trapo, if anybody's listening. Tackle Hulse's The planet for the show there's a lot going on there with so much background and an epic legacy it would be an interesting challenge maybe too challenging because we don't maybe too much i've heard uh
0: I don't know who conducted it or what orchestra did it, but I've heard the planets and I think it's awesome. X Power, a good friend, replies to the Spanish mole saying, The only recording of the planets that I'm really familiar with is the Boston Pops conducted by the legendary John Williams. I think it sounds amazing, but I'm not knowledgeable enough to speak about any other recordings. I might have to track down the ones you mentioned and compare them when I get the time. An episode of Trapo talking about
1: Hulse, the planets, would be pretty cool though. I'd be into that. Maybe we should. I don't know. I'll check it out. The list is growing. Returning champion CJ replies, I think movie Thanos would probably be big into precision prog math rock. I can imagine him growing obsessive over Rush's earlier work, talking his underlings to death with his incessant rambling. Plus he'd latch onto Neil Peart's Anne Rand fixation with an exhausting passion, and then he'd read Atlas Shrugged a thousand times, and he'd become utterly insufferable. The half of the universe he wiped out of existence would be the lucky half, I'm telling you. The rest of us would have to deal with... Objectivist fanboy Thanos, and that'd be a truly horrifying fate indeed. Comics Thanos absolutely crushes to Dark Throne's Transylvanian hunger. It's not even up for debate. <laughs> <laughs> god damn max power continues the party by saying comics
0: thanos would be into old dark throne despite the controversies that tracks movie thanos is a genuine creep and i don't think your assessment is far off 100 an objectivist fanboy and he gives off a bit of an incel vibe too maybe that's too harsh but fuck him he's like hitler times a trillion at least comics thanos did it all for you wanted to jump death, sexy bones. I get that. what makes you do crazy things.
1: The final comment, which has nothing to do with the previous comments necessarily. Returning champion and friend of the podcast, Bimmy. It may not be black metal, but the new record from <laughs> is out now, and it's fucking great. It's called Main M- Character. And it's kind of haunting electronic dream pop epic. And it's got a lot going on with its themes that I won't get into here. I think it's well worth your time. G.L. Umlaut U. M-E-apostrophe.
0: I think Comic Thanos is a black metal guy. I think movie Thanos really getting into... Rush would be his gateway drug to Ayn Rand. I think think that's what would happen. I just wanted to mention that before we end this. I'm not trying to ignore Bindy. That whole thread makes a lot of sense to me.
1: Yeah. So are you a ghoul? Have you ever fucked in a graveyard?
0: I guess I thought about it once or twice, but it, the,
1: the opportunity <laughs> it's, its never come up. I got a heart on it in in Cemetery before.
0: I'm not yet a ghoul, but apparently Max Power, CJ, and Paisley Jaguar are part of an exclusive club in the esoteric order of Trappo. They were in uh, Norman and... Oh, they're they're luring in everybody. Paisley Jaguar (laughs) is making sure of that. I don't know. You've recommended a lot of uh, music in this episode. I think it's okay. It's perfectly fine to want to listen to Black Metal from time to time because uh, sometimes there's an itch that needs to be scratched, you know? The Shithammer. I'm listening to Shithammer. Oh my god, they're the best. Uh, Those lyrics about the devil cunt or whatever. Man is a venereal disease. Like Jesus, man, that's rough. I'm into it. What's this called? Matriarchatham? I'm going to Google search. Matriarchathum. Oh, shit. Bandcamp. Curse you all men. Oh, shit. It's Name Your Price. This shit's free. Don't fuck me, Jesus. Devil cunt. Reclaim the Yonic Flame. Yeah, don't fuck me, Jesus. That's a good one.
1: (laughs) That's pretty fucking good. Not going to lie. Devil cunt. There you go, <laughs> so yeah, it's a real thing, I guess apparently we need to get into black metal because that's what these people have requested, so we should uh we should plan like a black metal month. you told me you want to do a month. Maybe
0: is that healthy? I could deal with that. We call Black Summer. How about that? We're we're gonna do a quartet of black metal themed episodes. Jesus Christ! I just said it. Sounds a little racist. No, Black Summer's fine. You can, you're gonna call Anthony Kiedis racist for naming a song Black Summer? Heard the radio twice today. It's been a long time since I- Yeah, we just uh, talked a lot about black metal. I mean, we didn't. Coming soon, Black Summer. Not the Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Uh, the black metal summer. You're gonna have a good uh, a good time sweating your asses off this summer listening to Trappo. Don't worry about that. But there's more shit. New shit has come to light. <laughs> <laughs> New shit has come to light. I guess the only thing left to say is you just heard a very long conversation, and that conversation probably hasn't ended yet. You can be a part of it. Visit the official Trappo blog, T R A P P O Show dot blogspot. Dot com find the poster you're choosing leave a comment tell us whatever the fuck you want it doesn't matter anymore because we didn't mention black metal these motherfuckers mentioned black metal and then they turn trap into a black metal blog we're gonna be a black metal blog by the time uh, october rolls around in season three <laughs> visit the blog and uh visit often.
1: Dear listeners and ghouls go on weird rabbit holes and tangents of things unforeseen. It happened today. God, I hope it happens again. Thank you. Uh you can email us. You probably won't, but you can. T R A P P O show at gmail.com.
0: That's your fault. You did this. You killed Trappo, I think. We need to get the fuck off the internet, but first you have to get the fuck off the internet. That's that's the pact. So, dear listener, we love you. We hope to fuck to black metal over your graves someday. Oh, Indeed. God, that's awful. That's awful. I don't want to say that. <laughs> we hope you fuck to black metal over our graves someday soon. Yes. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. I mean, look, if I'm dead and I'm in a graveyard, I think it'd be a nice change of pace if somebody decided to, you know, you know, slam hams over my fucking corpse. Altruism for the dead, Kai. I'm with it. I'm with it.
1: Bring a blanket and a friend. The times, they may be a changing, Kai. Yeah, we could uh, become ghouls. Not together.
0: I mean look, if we kind of faced away from each other and we were it's like you're not even there. It was a ghost that fondled my ass. I swear to god. It was a ghost. So uh it's time to get the fuck off the internet. So so do that. Get the get the fuck off, yeah. Do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that out. (laughs) I'ma cut all that out.
1: We've got to go out to that field, put those scarecrows in on a killer slant. You know, they've been there for years. The farm's burnt down. It's going to be the opening shots for COVID, you know. An alcoholic, man, compelled to go to this group meeting by his one and only friends left. But they're not that helpful, the group, you know. You know about the group thing? Uh, yeah. Okay. Coven, man. We got to get this sucker done, though. Seriously. Last night, man, I was so drunk, I was calling Morocco, man. Calling, trying to get to the Hotel Hilton at Tangiers in Casablanca, man. That's pathetic, man. Is that what you want to do with your life? Suck down peppermint schnapps and try to call Morocco at 2 in the morning? Man, that's
0: senseless.